Hello and welcome to this episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and this is not a weekly usual episode. I mean, the things that I'm going to talk about, I think, are pretty normal, and it's in line with what my normal content would be about, but the time that I'm releasing this episode is not. Normally, when I upload a podcast episode, that podcast episode was weeks in the making. Like, normally, I record things like two or three weeks before they go up, just so I have time to edit them, look at them decide if I really want to put it up, you know, all of that stuff. Give myself some time. But this episode, this is probably the fastest an episode has ever gone up. And I'll tell you why. So close your eyes. I want you to really be in the moment with me. I'm going to bring you into what my life has been like. So picture this. This is your normal routine. You wake up in the morning and you're alone. And that's kind of weird because... You're in college, which means you sleep with a roommate in the room. Like normally when you wake up, there's someone next to you existing and living. But you wake up alone and you realize it's a little chilly. So you get out of bed and maybe throw on a hoodie. And it's nice because you don't have to walk to a communal bathroom. The bathroom is like two steps from your bed. You actually have a bathroom all to yourself too, which, you know, that's pretty nice. But then you remember... Ah, shucks, I can't go to any of my classes today. And normally, you know, you'd think, oh, no class, that's great. No, you just can't go. And then you're like, okay, that's fine, no classes today. I just will do the work on my own. You know, that's cool, whatever. And then you're hungry, you know, you just got up, It's you slept overnight, and you're like, okay, now I'm hungry. And then you realize you have to put on your mask, your shoes, and walk outside of your room down the hall and into this little communal kitchen area where you see on on the counter, you see about mm, 10 to 15 brown paper bags all lined up. And these aren't the type of paper bags that you would, let's say, take your lunch to school in, like the smaller ones. They're like medium-sized paper bags, like maybe big enough where you could fit like an average-sized laptop in them. And you see all these paper bags lined up and you look for the one that has your name on it. So, for instance, my bag, Elena Stoddard. And you take it, and you walk right back to your room. And you haven't seen any other person, nor have you seen the sun in the last few days. I mean, yeah, you can look out your window and see the sun, but you haven't actually been outside yourself. So, okay, I'm being kind of dramatic with my storytelling, but basically, I have COVID right now, and I am vibing in a dorm room in my college's basement. Woo! (laughs) I am loving my life. Ah! Okay, yeah, so I'm being dramatic, but (laughs) just for podcast sake, and trying to tell us, I don't know, dude, I'm losing my marbles, but yeah, I am living in in one of my college's dorm buildings in the basement. So the way that my university is handling COVID is if you get coronavirus, you have two options. You can either go and stay in a nice hotel somewhere in New York, or you get put in the basement. And you're probably sitting there being like, well, Elena, why didn't you take the hotel option? Oh, trust me, I would have taken the hotel option But the program in New York City that takes care of this, it's like its own thing. It's separate from the university. 
And this program has a rule where if you have asthma and you use something called a nebulizer, and so for those of you who don't have asthma or don't know, a nebulizer, it's kind of like, it kind of looks like a vape tool or maybe like an oil diffuser in a way. Like it's just this thing that puffs out aerosol medicine for you when you have asthma. And the New York program believes that if you use one of these because it is dispensing like air that you're, not even that you're breathing, but that you're breathing in or something. I don't really know. They didn't explain it to me super well, but basically said, if you have a nebulizer, you can't come into this program. So I literally could not be part of the New York nice hotel program. So now I'm chilling in a dorm basement. So for the main content of today's podcast episode, I'm just going to be telling you some stories, telling you what's on my mind, my thoughts. You know, I'm in isolation. What else do I have to talk about? Uh, So I hope you find these stories interesting or at least just entertaining And also your future self, future Elena. You can look back and be like, yeah, this is what I was doing in quarantine. Also, FYI, you were asymptomatic. You are very lucky that you are not sick. Alrighty, so the first story I'm going to tell is this is one of those stories where it was just a clown moment on my part. Like I just, it was one of those moments where the lights were on, but nobody was home. So I remember it was kind of late at night but not alarmingly late. So, oh, just for reference for this story, I need to give you a little bit of background on what my dorm building is like and the conditions that I live in. I know I've talked about it before, but the building I live in is hands down the crappiest one you can get as a freshman. Like no one wants to live there. It's There were rumors when I moved in that it was known for like having weird leaks and roaches, like cockroaches running around. And although the building does not leak, which is nice and good, I did see a roach. Like, I have seen a roach in the building. So, you know, I've seen multiple roaches, actually. So there's that. But anyways, and every single floor you go up looks exactly the same. And even, like, the doors, like, it's basically like someone said copy and paste on all the floors, which I think is pretty normal for a big building that houses a lot of people. And so it was kind of late. I was really, really tired. I was just really out of it. And I remember kind of, I think I was on my phone. I was doing something where I was pretty distracted. And I literally went up the stairs and I opened the door and like the stair door, like, you know, does that make sense? And then I was on the floor with like all the rooms. I walked down my hall. It's maybe, I don't know, 11 midnight at night. And, you know, I'm distracted. I can't remember what I was distracted doing, but I'm distracted. And I put the key in to the door and I'm like jiggling it and it's not opening. And I'm like, what the fork? Why isn't this door opening? And this is earlier on in the school year. Like this is first semester, my freshman year. So I didn't really know who to go to for help. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you move to a new area, you start something new you don't really know what to do when things go wrong. Like, you know, if you if I had lived there, let's say, for a full year already, I would not have been as like, wait, what? And still, that's a little alarming. You can't get into your own room, and it's kind of late at night. Like, what are you supposed to do if the door won't open? And I know that my, and I knew at the time that, like, my roommate wasn't there. So I was like, why isn't this door opening? And I'm standing there, like, jiggling the key in the lock, and all of a sudden, the door starts to open. 
like I hear like the other side it's starting to open and I'm like what like I'm real confused at this point because I know my roommate's not there and this random girl opens the door and she looks at me and then that is when I when it hits me that I'm on the wrong floor I was one floor down from my room. I was trying to get into the room that is where my room is, but like a floor below. And I just remember seeing her face and she was like, what? And I was like, oh my goodness. I am so sorry, girl. I don't know what got into me. I thought this was my room. I don't know what I'm doing. And she laughed and she was like, oh, like no problem. Like you're all good, whatever. Because I was trying to open room 305 when I live in room 405. Yeah. So there was that. I mean, it's not that like interesting of a story, but I just thought it was quite funny. Like how the way I really tried to get into a room that was like one below me. Yeah. Okay. Now the next story that I'm going to be telling is, I think this is one of my favorite stories yet, or at least one of my favorite stories, like a memory with one of my friends. So I think I'm just gonna use her name because I think she's gonna be okay with it. Like, obviously, I'm gonna text her after this episode and I will bleep it out if she doesn't want me to use her name. But for now, I'm gonna use it, at least when I'm filming. We'll see. When you listen to this final episode, we'll see what happened, if she gave me permission or not. So we'll see. But anyway, so this was recently, I'd say about a week, two weeks ago, my friend Ariadna and I had plans to go out that, that night. And we were going to go out with some of our other friends. And the way my school is set up is there's, like, different restaurants and, like, things you can go to at night. Like, you know, there's things to do around, which is really nice. That's what I like about the school. And we were going out, except New York had issued a snowstorm warning. And keep in mind, I'm from Chicago. Like, I'm from the Chicagoland area. So I'm used to snow. I'm used to snowstorms, like walking in snow, all of that jazz, like the cold. Ariadna is from San Francisco. Miss girl has never ever seen like big snow. Like she's never woken up to snow before. She like doesn't know how to exist in temperatures below 40. I remember over winter break, we were FaceTiming and Chicago was in like the negatives. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, like I haven't really been going out much here at home just because it's so cold. And Ariadna goes, oh my, oh my goodness, me too, man. I haven't been going out either. It's too cold. And I'm like, well, how cold is it where you live? And she goes, it's 50 degrees. It's too cold to go out. And I was like, "Uh, girly, I, (laughs) and I mean, I know to each their own, but like, I just thought that was pretty funny. And so wait, back to the story. Yeah, we're going out. We have plans to go out, except it's supposed to be a full-on snowstorm. It turned out, like, it was all right, because we didn't have to use public transportation. We were just walking, like, a few blocks off campus to hang out places. And I even texted my dad, and I was like, Dad, should I, is it unsafe for me to go out in this weather? My dad literally says, if you don't mind walking through some snow, go for it. You used to, like, make snowmen and stuff. You'll be fine. And I'm like, all right, thanks, Dad. That gave me the confirmation I needed for me to go out. And so we went out, and we were, like, you know, having a great time, seeing our friends. And it was just funny because Ariadna had never really seen snow before. And so I remember throughout the night, I got multiple random snowballs to the face. Like, she would just, like, randomly decide, I'm going to throw snowballs at people. And I remember her also like lying in the snow and like just making like snow angels because she's never done that before. And it was just kind of fun. Like 
It was just the type of snow where it looked fluffy. I'm talking this snow looked like if you had just spilled a giant bag of powdered sugar all over the place. This is like the type of stuff that kids want to wake up to on Christmas Day too. So that's why I'm telling the story, just because I think it was just such a pure, fun night, especially just with all the pretty fluffy snow everywhere. And another one of my favorite memories is so Ariadna was, you know, like I said, infatuated. Infatuated? Is that how you say it? Infatuated? Yeah, sure, whatever. Infatuated with the snow. And we went to this one place, and Ariadna was cupping the snow. So I'm going to try to describe the motion to you. Like, so like, you know that how you kind of like pick something up? Like, let's say you're trying to drink water, and you would scoop it up and kind of have it cupped in the palms of your hands. And, you know, she was kind of holding it close to her chest, you know, like real precious type of thing. And the guy at the door to the place we wanted to go into, he looked at us and was like, yeah, you guys can come in, but you can't bring your snowball. And Ariana's face just dropped. She looked like a kid who was just kicked out of a candy store. She was like, what? What do you mean I can't bring my snowball in? It's just, it's just frozen water. Like, it's not going to do any harm. And he was just like, yeah, no, you can't bring it in. And so now, moving forward, we have this joke of like, alrighty, who can sneak uh, snowballs in and make them last longer to these places? So like, one, you gotta get it through the door, and then two, you have to somehow protect it from melting faster than the other person's snowball. So, yeah, that's, once again, another silly little goofy story, but like I said, I am chilling in isolation. What do I, what, con what new content do I have for you? Since I've had what feels like all the time in the world to be alone and sit with my own thoughts and all that jazz, I've, you know, also been thinking and kind of came to the conclusion that I kind of don't mind being alone. And that's some real character growth for me personally, because throughout most of high school, I would say it didn't start shifting until maybe late junior, mainly my senior year in high school. I was a full-blown extrovert. Like, I was always with people. I'm a chatty Kathy, like, a bubbly person. And so that's just, I guess, some character growth. Maybe I'm just becoming more comfortable with myself. I've found more ways to just entertain myself. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just maturity. We're gonna, we're gonna chalk it up to just a nice combo of all three. But yeah, I have been really enjoying myself in quarantine because I brought this really cool origami paper with me. I bought this origami paper like one of the first few weeks of school when I was here, so months ago at Kinokunya, and I just never got to it. I, in the past, have done origami, but I kind of forgot how to make all the things I knew how to make when I was younger. And so one day, as in yesterday, <laughs> I sat down, opened up YouTube, googled how to make the things I used to know how to make, and I just had an origami day. I watched my favorite, or I guess watched, listened to, whatever, my favorite podcast, and made origami. I also worked out. I was smart, and I remembered to bring my volleyball with me, so like I could bounce the volleyball against the walls and like pass and do random stuff. I also brought one of my weights with me, too. Yeah, no, in my suitcase, I just threw a bunch of crafts together. Like, that's why when I was moving in here, the guy was like, 
wow, this is a pretty heavy suitcase. And I was like, well, yeah, duh, I threw all my life's hobbies in here. Anyways, that is going to be it for today's podcast episode. I would tell more stories, but honestly, my head's pretty empty. That's all I got. (laughs) I was sitting down to brainstorm for this podcast episode, and I was only able to come up with two things at the moment. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, head empty. Okay, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I will talk to you soon. Bye!